guys good mo good morning good evening good afternoon wherever you're from i welcome you all to another episode of my podcast how you guys doing hope you are doing well yeah i hope you guys have found the part of finding your purpose i lost your testimony from the last episode yeah so today we're going to start talking about navigating your single season alone but not lonely. If I wanted that, oh, I'm a single youth, I'm not married, I'm not the married youth that you seem to talk about, yeah. And I really want to, I want to, you know, know how to maximize this, my youthful, uh, my single life as a youth, or as if we will stop about this podcast, I know you're youth, you are probably old and probably past the youthful age, and you feel like I want to know what I'm, what I'm supposed to be doing when I'm single. Yes, because in the presence of God, we are, we are all young. Even when I'm you are still Jesus' baby, right? <laughs> yeah, so. So let's talk about alone, but not lonely. If you are single, I'm also single. We're already. <laughs> the person I'm talking to you is married. I'm not married, I'm single. Yeah, so let's talk about alone but not lonely. Navigating your single season. So I wanted to know that there's a difference between being alone and being lonely. There's a difference between being alone and being lonely. So I'm just, I just, I'm just going to be sharing with you how I navigate my single season. Like... As I am doing right now, what am I doing while I'm single? Yeah, so, but I'm not going to put in high, high, but <laughs> I'm just going to be giving some practical steps you can take to maximize your single season. Yeah, so what does being alone means? Being alone means you are just on your own. No other person is with you. Simply put. Simply. I like to be simple. Yeah. I'm not interested in a complex. I asked, I asked that check conditioner for minutes. Yep. Well, if you're new, what you call check dictionary? <laughs> Anyways, being hello means you are just on your own. No other person is with you. But being lonely means you are sad because there is no other person in your life. You are sad because you're not in a relationship or that your mates or colleagues or friends are already married. And already having children, and hate is not on your side. And or you're not satisfied with your life, or this person you're in, because you can be lonely and you just feel like I'm not satisfied with the life I'm in. Yeah, I'm lonely. That's another definition of lonely. So the difference between alone and loneliness. For you to enter into the, or for you to get into the desired marriage that God has for you, you have. To move from being lonely to being alone. You have to move from being lonely to being alone. Mouse do know something according to Genesis 2 verse 18 that the desire for companionship is valid. The reason for companionship was because Adam was alone. You understand? So not because he was lonely. We read the book of Genesis very well, it was not lonely before God gave him. He didn't even identify that he needed and help her. So it's called that identified this for him. We're just busy fulfilling purpose and all of that. So 
Before Eve was brought to Adam by God, he enjoyed companionship with God. So if I feel like I'm lonely, I have desire to be um I have desire to be to have a companion, it is not a sin. Because people feel like I can I want you desire to have an husband. <laughs> no. But it's not like be like you are now sad because that is when you have moved from being alone to being lonely. And I'm sad, like, there's no man in my life. There's nothing else to say. But, I said, but, but, <laughs> doesn't matter. I mean, what does matter is your relationship with God. And I want to know that your relationship with God will not really have the desire to have a companion. So you're not kind of if I have a companion, but you become, you move from this alone zone to being lonely when you are sad. When your attention is just focused on you, you're having depression because you don't have a husband in your life, or there's no guy coming forth and all of that. So that's when you move from being alone to being lonely. So having a desire for companionship doesn't make you unspiritual. But I want you to know that, and I also want you to know that. Adam enjoyed relationship with God, yet God identified the need for companionship with a woman. So I don't want you to beat yourself up about it. I just want you to understand and accept that emotions are feeling right now, the feeling they are having right now. But don't let your emotion direct you. Don't let what you are feeling right now direct you. You understand? To move from the alone zone to the lonely zone. You are alone, but you are not lonely. <laughs> be alone, but don't be lonely. Understand? So don't beat yourself up if you feel like your hands you're you are um having the feeling and the hush or the desire to have a companionship in your life or you have a relationship. Don't beat yourself if it doesn't mean you're unspiritual. However, you must learn how to navigate this single season so that you so you don't end up settling for the wrong person. <laughs> because if you have so much desire and so much passion and you are getting depressed and you're getting so emotional, you just fall into out of any wrong girl or any wrong man. Because yes, it's not only girls that are falling into the wrong guys. Guys are also falling into the hand of the wrong women. Yeah. So what do you do when you are alone? Or what does it mean to be alone? Or how do you nav- navigate your single season? What do you do when you are single? Right. Waiting for the right man, the right girl to show up. First of all, be in fellowship with God, the Father. The first thing you want to do is to be in fellowship with God, the Father. Fellowship with God, the Father. Because you notice in Genesis chapter 2, Adam was in fellowship with God. Like, before Eve came, he was in fellowship with God. He was enjoying the company of God. Like, life is not boring when you have, when you have God on your side. Because God alone... It is just you are fine for the day. Talkless of having social media worries on your head. Just just with Jesus, you are fine. So instead of going to social media and watching a latest marriage couple in town, in town and then depressed, we get getting depressed and all of that. So the best thing, the first thing you should have is intimacy with God, not intimacy with social media or fellowship with social media. Or the latest couple in town, you should rejoice with those who rejoice because that's we show you are alone and not lonely. Because when you are sad and you don't want, you don't want to go for 
weddings you don't want to you are jealous of your friend you are lonely and not alone you are sad but if you're alone and you're happy i believe in god that god is in my neighborhood and he's going to come close to me after abby <laughs> i like put the word even though my friend is getting married right now and i know that God is very close to me right now. My sister is getting married. My younger sister is getting married. Because in Africa, they believe that firstborn was married before the secondborn. Oh, I believe that my younger sister is getting married right now. I don't even have a wife or husband. I don't, I'm not even in a relationship because of getting married very soon. So the best thing you can do right now, while you are still believing God, while you are single, so soon into your life, you just with them and fellowship with God much more. Because that's when you even receive the word for your husband. Yes, you receive the word for your husband. Have intimacy with God. Get to know God. Know who God really is. So that when the man comes and is against God and does not have fellowship with God, or the woman comes, you know that this is not the right person for me because you will not be able to, you will not run into the hand of the wrong person when you know, when you have fellowship with God, when your fellowship with God is intact. Let your lifestyle with, in Christianity go beyond relationship with God. The relationship with God level is son, I'm a child of God. I'm the son of God and the daughter of God have been saved and born again. That's a relationship level. You have been translated from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of his dear son, right? But fellowship with God, you are growing and maturing in knowledge of God. You are growing your intimacy with God. You are knowing God more. It's like you are born into a family. You are born. Like you are born again into the spiritual family. You are born into a family and you are just there. You are not growing. You are not... You are not Walking and you are just there, still sucking breath at age 15. Your parents will be tired of you, like they will start praying for you, they'll be so frustrated. They will, some so parents will even regret giving birth to that kind of child, they will wish not to have a ch- any child yet. Or they should start going to prayer mountains or start praying, calling their pastors to pray for you on your behalf. So, that's the same thing, it is in the spiritual realm. If you are not growing spiritually. You don't know God. You are not growing. When you, when you do fellowship with God constantly, you are not growing in this family. So when you study the word of God and you pray and get to know God, mind going on fellowship with God, to so bring you to the stage of being content and at rest that God knows me and knows the desire of my heart and he will satisfy it at the right time. Because even though the even though you are waiting, 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 it will come at the appointed time. You understand? So another thing you want to do while you are still single and you want to navigate your single season is to fulfill purpose. Start fulfilling purpose. For someone like me, now I'm already writing my books, the books I want to publish. I'm writing like three books together. I'm writing one for pregnant teenagers. I'm writing one for I'm writing two novels, one related to orphanage and one related to like romantic novel kind of right. So one thing I learned from an author, she said that. There was a time that God laid it in her heart to write a book. And she was like, she doesn't even have any money to publish, but she obeyed God. And at the right time, when she was at the verge of finish of closing the chapters or the last chapter of the book, when she was at the verge of concluding the book, she had a connection from someone who asked her to ask her if she has any book she wants to publish. And she was wondering that what if she had not obeyed God at that point? She'll have regretted and she can't start rushing book at that point. You can't rush writing any book. Even if it is ebook of 30 pages, at least you, you use maybe like five, five days or seven days to write. And the days of editing and all of that, designing your book cover and all of that. So 
you can't rush it. And that person was asking her that same day. So fulfilling your purpose, if I called into medicine, like I told, I said in my last podcast, how to find your purpose. Start fulfilling your purpose because or even if you not started fulfilling your purpose, at least you're volunteering or preparing for that purpose. So that when the guy or the lady shows up, she will fit in into the purpose. She will know that, okay, this guy that I want to marry is a politician. I'm married to marry a politician. He has been going into politics. Or probably you guys discussed that already that, okay, I'm going into politics and I'm going to be the president of Nigeria or the president of America in four years or in five years or very soon. Are you, all this kind of thing. And she's like, oh, I'm calling to education sector. I think we can work together our purpose. But if you know your purpose and you you get married and eventually you realize that I'm called to help women in Africa, in Ghana. And your husband is like, I'm called to help the men in Asia. Because your purpose are not aligned at all. That's why we we encourage people to know their purpose before they get married. That's why many people are experiencing divorce. Because their purpose is not in line. The husband wants to become a pastor all of a sudden. When when they were dating, he was a lawyer. He has a law firm. And the wife is... What's what's what could I give the wife? (laughs) Wife is an actress. Or she's a banker. Right? Wife is a banker. And the husband is a doctor. Or a journalist. And now, God has called the wife to be a teacher of the word of God, to drop the banking stuff and be in the public space or to be in the business world. And the husband is like, no, you're not doing that. You have to stay indoors. Or probably you married her and you agreed on becoming housewife as a woman. And... Or you start working from home, mom, and suddenly you discover your purpose is to be in the public space. And not to only talk on YouTube, you have to go for events outside the country. And the guys are like, no, we didn't talk about this before you got married. It's going to cause issue in the marriage. You're stressing, you're going to confuse and stress the brother or the sister. So it's advisable for you to know your purpose before you get married, to save stress in marriage. So that you can ask questions regarding your purpose before you marry the person and know if the purpose is aligned before you step into the relationship before you step into marriage understand you can be sure that okay she's a pastor i'm an uh, i'm a pastor and she's called into education she's called to orphanage ministry i think we can align blah 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 you pray about and everything so if you think that your purpose is aligned then another criteria that you think goes with her being your husband your wife or he being your husband then you can get my and all that, and you're hearing from God, right? So, I'm talking too much on that. So, get busy fulfilling purpose, and you must first know what God proposes for your life before marriage, all right? Because marriage is not marriage is not an end, it is a means to an end. Marriage will make you happy. If you are not happy before you are married, <laughs> you can't be happy when you are married, right? And most people. Most people are stressing their past now and be like, it's not giving me joy, it's not giving me joy. Please, bro, and sis, <laughs> have your own joy, have your happiness, have your own love life. Like, marriage will not be hard if we can just learn how to work, have a Christian work. Like we should, like, okay, the Bible says that work in love, right? Work in love, 
while you're still single. Learn how to be patient. Learn how to develop character. Learn how to work in love when you're still single, right? So that when you're married, you'll not be expecting that your husband will meet all your... <laughs> will be the nicest guy in the world. I'll not have flaws or not have imperfections. That is very wrong. If you have imperfections, I have to learn how to forgive every day. But if I'm already exercising what the scripture is saying, to forgive, to forgive. And when it's out, you have you have to forgive and all of that. You are learning to forgive when you are still single. It will not be hard for you to forgive your spouse. It will not be hard for you to forgive your mother-in-law. It not be hard for you to forgive your sister-in-law. You understand? So, marriage is not an end. And it won't make you happy. You have to learn to have joy. Joy is part of the fruit of the spirit. It's the only spirit that will give you joy, not your husband. You are not joyful before you marry. You will not be joyful in marriage. Because your husband will not give you marriage. Your attention will be divided now that you are married. If you are not fulfilling purpose, it may be difficult. Because if you are not fulfilling purpose now, or you don't know about your purpose now, marrying eventually and discovering purpose may be difficult because your attention, attention is already divided. You have children, you have husband to attend to, so you cannot leave them. <laughs> you have to learn how to balance. Right? Yeah. So the purpose of marriage is to fulfill purpose. So why do you want to bring someone else into the confusion? And that's thing you should do when you are single is that you should be establishing your identity. Be establishing your assignment. So if you are not establishing your assignment and your identity, you don't know who you are in Christ. You don't know that you are loved in Christ. You are looking for a man that uh, will love you and feel your emotional baggage. You are not hid from a broken relationship. I already did another guy. You want to break the guy's hearts, right? And when the guy is being nice, you say he's faking, it's because the other guy used to beat you and punch you. You have to heal first. You have to know who you are in Christ Jesus. You have to heal by the word of God and the cleansing of the Holy Spirit before you date somebody else. So you may be called into politics, like I said in my last podcast. You may be called into politics, ministry, career, business. Make sure you have established that before marriage and before relationship comes your way. Right? Know what your purpose is before you date any guy. I beg you. Before you marry any guy. Mm-hmm. So when you get busy fulfilling purpose, you will, not feed, you will not feel unsatisfied and discontent that a guy is not gay or a lady. You will be busy counting your days in God rather than counting the days you are not married. Yeah, you'll be counting the good days you are going in God rather than counting the days you are not married. If, like seriously, and I found out that when you're happy, when you're busy fulfilling purpose, seriously, that's what happens. You're contented. You're just so busy fulfilling purpose. And God will be like, my brother, brother, you have to marry you. It's God that will be telling you, brother, you have to marry Sister, it's time for marriage. Yes. <laughs> like he told Adam. Like he did for Adam. Right. So, and I'll bring this to my next point that when you are, when you are in, when you are single, learn to be content and satisfied. Be at rest. Be at rest. Don't let your status affect your emotion. And don't let your feeling detect for you. So, you know, be like, since the guy is not around, let me switch to pornography because you feel like marriage is all about having sex and marriage is more than that. I won't go to that, right? Maybe I invite somebody to come and talk about that later. But most times, people do that when they are already feeling like, when they say that they are, um, 
already waiting for so long and they feel like the guy that's going to make them up is not here or they having sexual urges that god plays god actually plays sexual urges there is not a sin to have sexual urges but when you let your sexual urge control you and dictate for you then you start watching pornography start masturbating you start jumping as i i saw that word in the bible today you start engaging in sexual immorality any new sexual immorality in town you engage in you are the first to engage in it because you feel like the rest man has not showed up and so if the right man should show up you stop it my dear you will not stop it though because there are people that are married and are still masturbating you have to deal with your weakness the bible says two shall become one not half and half shall become because we will be like my better half i'm not going to marry a half male yes i'm not going to marry a half man I'm a whole lady, so God is going to give me a whole son of his, right? So there's nothing like half half. Two shall become one. So you have to learn how to you have to deal with your weaknesses. You have to trust God. You have to work with God to break free from addictions. Marriage will not will not will just destroy your marriage, entering into addiction, except by God's mercy. So in this single season of your life, if you cannot develop character maintain self-control it will be difficult to do it when you are married because people will be like when i'm married i will start smoking and drinking like all those i there's some movies that, that i watched that was when he, when he met the gay that i start smoking it doesn't happen automatically like that when my pastor gives that to christ six months into christ he was still smoking and drinking it's an addiction it's not fun no. smoking is not fun right so don't think that marriage will help you to break free from addictions or able to have self-control. If you used to have sex around, sleep with ladies, and enjoying pleasure, right? Any having pleasure outside your mind, outside your mind, or let me, how would I put the word? You're already having pleasure outside the Holy Ghost because your body is the top of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> you're not married yet, right? So you cannot say you're cheating on your wife, so you're not married yet, or you're not married. I cannot say you're cheating on your, cheating on your husband. So we are cheating on the Holy Ghost. Because you are married to Jesus. You are, mar- you are teaching on Jesus, right? So, if you cannot admo- administer self-control, now that you are single or you are dating, don't think it will happen in marriage. Like, if you, are, you have a boyfriend and you guys are having sex before marriage, don't think that when you guys marry, the guy will not have sex with another lady outside and you'll be crying. Why would you do this to me? Because both of you cheated on God before marriage, right? So, don't expect God to help you right now. We later help you, shall both of you repent because I don't even know what is the message of God. But seriously, in marriage, don't don't be shocked when the guy is cheating because you guys cheated on God in a secret place. That's what I can use. Help person I'm talk, talking to guess is what. Amen. Yeah. So let's move to another point. One thing that I want you to know is that be at rest, right? Adam had to rest. And I want to know that God loves you so much. And I won't allow you to make a wrong decision. Even if it remains little, it will guide you. As you are growing, there's someone else God is growing somewhere. Somewhere else or somewhere. That's the truth. Don't say that, God, I don't have my type in this world. My husband is not in this world. As you are growing, there's somebody out there that God is maturing also. Most times, Okay, let me tell you a story. I once had a crush. I think I've shared this in my um, 
how to handle heartbreak or how to i can't remember the topic but we check if assuming you have pod been half just check and scroll down you will see the heartbreak series i did i think it's two episodes so i, I was added crush when i was in when i was about graduating from secondary school but the guy was in my school was an understate entirely so i was crushing on the guy and we talk a lot and the guy will always say, oh, just when I really want to see, you need to talk, you need to talk. And when the guy says you need to talk, man, proposal is coming. So, and most of his friends were also asking me out, and I was saying no to them, I was saying no to them, I was saying no to them. And this guy figured out, like, wow, this guy said no to my friend. Will she say yes to me? And he just stopped. He just changed the direction. We didn't really talk about it. We're still talking at a point, but we're not really talking now. And... It just we I just really wish that because I like the guy like I like him he's fine he's tall he just made me feel happy by back then right that's about how many years like five years ago right now yeah and I like the guy so much and I'll go to his place I'll just be like God guy propose I want to say yes to you I'm saying no to every other guy but the guy didn't propose to now but right now I'm so happy the guy didn't propose because eventually I will have broken up with him why because I've grown so much and the guy is still in a baby stage of Christianity. That's what happens when you grow. There's a time that you just like a guy, you guys are getting along, and you just elevated spiritually. You just got mature spiritually. Probably like three months after you guys are you guys have known each other. And the Holy Spirit will just work it out that the guy is not talking to you anymore, he's not speaking to you anymore. You just wonder ah, what's going on. And, and God is like, You're my daughter, and I know every child stage how you're matured as my child. I know everybody more than you. You can't know <laughs> you can't know anybody best than the Holy Spirit, right? So God is like, I know this guy. He has not reached your level. And he's supposed to lead you as a, as a priest. If you're going to get married to somebody, he's supposed to lead you, right? And if somebody's going to lead you, you must be under Christ. If Christ is not his head, I don't know what he's leading. So he has to lead you rightly and guide you rightly, right? So, God knows the stage every of his children is, the maturity stage we are all in. So it won't give me to somebody that's more that I will reduce or drain him spiritually. It's only somebody, somebody that I can help him grow much more and that can help him grow much more. You understand? So if it's someone that is aspiring to grow, grow, and you have grown grown ahead of him, God may still have to go ahead. But if somebody who is uh, decided to settle at an average level and just feel like he has arrived and doesn't need to grow more, God may, God may eventually ask to score cause the relationship or just make the guy not talk to you anymore or the girl talk to you anymore and all of that so that's what i'm so happy right now because the guy didn't ask me because i would have broken up with him like two years ago three years ago right now because i started getting so much mature in christianity about three years ago even though i've been in christ but i really really have i know i've elevated three years ago more much more than a normal degree during the lockdown especially and all of that and 2019 2020 was just my Tony points in Christianity and everything. So I would have broken up with the guy straight up. Because I broke up with someone I dated at that point, at one point I had, and the Holy Spirit had missed to break up with him. Yep. So those are stuff that happens, right? So as you're growing, somebody else that is growing also and God will ask you, make you guys to meet wherever he is, he will meet you and she will meet you. Or not that she will come and meet you, but <laughs> he will meet her as a guy and as a lady. He will meet you. Glory to God. And the final thing I want to say is that be intentional about building character 
as much as you want someone good <laughs> make sure you are also good for someone else right you become carnal and lonely when you allow the feeling and desire direct to overwhelm you your emotions are true but they are not the real you the real you is your spirit when you are at rest rest things happen just like a final note to you when you're at rest things happen you don't have to be perfect 100 percent before you marry right no one is perfect so there's a thin line i also know that nobody's perfect so those like i'm not perfect though i don't get married no marriage also aid you towards getting perfect not that you have to marry the right person and i want you to know that there's a thin line between sorrow and joy for you to switch to, from sorrow to joy just a thin line so i want you to be joyful when you are single don't there's a thin line to switch from being alone to lonely very very thin line and to buttress more on the final point i said i've seen many girls that will say oh this guy is not rich i'm not getting married to him please sister are you also rich <laughs> are you do you have a car you want my somebody that has a car so are you also good enough i'm not saying that that should be your priority right because god will not give you poor person most important thing is that is he poor in his in his mentality because you can have money now and when the money crashed down it doesn't have to build another empire again so be intentional about building your character right now don't can destroy somebody else's life or ministry or vision god will not even give his son a casual lady and god will not give his daughter a wicked son it's only if you push yourself into that relationship. God loves you so much. I want you to listen to the direction of the Holy Spirit in your life. I'm sure that God will. He is the right person. But much more. Be the character now that you are single. Learn to be patient. Because you, are, you will learn patience in marriage. You will learn to forgive every day in marriage. And I'm not married, but I've seen people that are married. And I know what I'm talking about. You have to learn to forgive every single day. You have to learn to be happy. Really, well, let's say your partner traveled and you're just there and you have not learned to be busy and fulfill purpose, you'll be lonely and just feel, you can't be talking every day, you can't be having sex every day. So I've said my own and I've said what God has been to say. <laughs> so I hope this has blessed somebody's life. Alright, I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy your evening, enjoy your morning, enjoy your known wherever you're in from i love you guys so much and i can't wait to see my next episode have a great day bye